It's time for Rhema for Today. Well, is it God's will? Let's ask yourself the question. Is it God's will that His church be riddled with sickness? To be so would be to be oppressed by the devil. Now, you see, here's something I want to see. If this ever dawns on you, if what I'm saying to you ever really, you know what I mean when I said dawns on you, I mean registers on your spirit. I'll tell you, bless God, if the devil comes around with anything, you'll go after him tooth and tongue. You know what I mean? I mean, you'll get after him here. It'll just make you mad. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, The Integrity of God's Word, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Jesus is God speaking to us. If you want to hear God talk, listen to Jesus. Hallelujah. If you want to see God at work, look at Jesus. Remember, some of them said to him, some of the disciples said to him, said, show us the Father and it sufficeth us. In other words, we'll be satisfied. Jesus said, Philip, have I been so long time with thee and has thou not seen me? He that has seen me or known me, he that has seen me has seen the Father. If you want to see God, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Now you see, what kind of a picture do you have of God? What kind of a God is he? Well, now to a lot of people, God's sort of like an austere judge sitting here on the bench. He's just awaiting with that gavel in his hand. You make the least little mistake, he's going to pound it down, brother, and send it to you forever till I'll be lost. No, that's not him. Some people's their, their, their picture of God is he's like a traffic cop standing on the street corner with a whistle just waiting, just waiting for you to just inch up a little bit beyond where you ought to be. He's going to blow the whistle on you because he's after you. No, no. No, we got all kind of pictures of God. And you know, these pictures of God or concepts of God or whatever you want to call them have been formed sometimes in us when we were little children by what we heard and what we were taught. Then even after we grew up, we're born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, some of us even out in the ministries. You know, it even had miracles happen under our ministry. Great things that happened. Gifts of the Spirit operating through us. Yet our, our concept of God was sort of fuzzy. I never will forget it. Now, now I knew him in a sense, in a measure, but you see, our knowledge of God should grow. It should grow. We should never come to the place, and we won't. In this life where you said, well, I, I know all about him. No, you won't. You don't. But I never will forget. Never. Never. Back in 1963, 
when God began to speak to me along certain lines. And in fact, I was impressed by the Holy Spirit just to study about the fatherhood of God, to study about the nature of God. You know, sometimes we just sort of have a fuzzy thinking along this line. And I remember I began to do some extra study along some of these lines, some extra time of waiting on God and fellowshipping with him. And I began to see him. I, I don't know whether I can even, even explain it in human language or not. But I began to see God in a different way than I'd ever seen him before. Until I almost cried out, dear God, I, I really didn't know you. See, I knew who he was, but I didn't know him. And, and he began to say some things to me and tell me some things about ministry and my ministry and some things that I should do and uh, that have absolutely changed my life and changed my ministry until I, I, I was so overwhelmed. I was so overwhelmed until it's just hard to describe. I was so overwhelmed until I, I think I must have went around weeping and crying for about a week. And said, he's just different than I thought he was. He's just different. Oh, it's so wonderful to become acquainted with him. It's so wonderful. It's so wonderful to know him. Hallelujah. I wish I could describe it to you. I can sense it in my spirit yet, but I can't get it out. I don't know. I don't know words or not. <laughs> I mean, there's some things, you know, I think oh, like Paul said when he was caught up evidently into paradise or the third heaven that he heard words unspeakable which is not lawful for the other. There's some things that's not lawful and there's some things that you just can't. I mean, there's no way. There's just no way. Well, is it God's will? Let's ask yourself the question. Is it God's will that his church be riddled with sickness? To be so would be to be oppressed by the devil. Now you see, here's something I want to see. If this ever dawns on you, if what I'm saying to you ever really, you know what I mean when I said dawns on you, I mean registers on your spirit. I'll tell you, bless God, if the devil comes around with anything, you'll go after him tooth and tongue. You know what I mean? I mean you'll get after him in a hurry. It'll just make you mad. You're not going to attack me. You're not going to attack the church. Now, let's look at it from another angle for a moment. We are the body of Christ, aren't we? I said, aren't we? Yes. Christ is the head. You see, uh, let me go back here for just a minute for some of our folks, you know, because we got new people coming every week. Down here, there was a Southern Baptist pastor who received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and he's like I was when I was a Young Baptist boy preacher got the baptism of the Ghost in 1937. He got excommunicated. He received the left foot of fellowship among the Baptists. In fact, they wouldn't even let him back in the pulpit to preach after they heard him speaking in tongues. Well, he's just out here, got a family, you know, nothing. So one of the full gospel churches, they, they, they needed help anyway, and they had an empty one of their houses, larger church, and he, he had majored in music, both he and his wife, as well as being a preacher. And so they... Uh, they were music directors in the church. And uh, I came along to that church, you know, and preached. Then sometime afterwards, I saw him, and he said, you know, Brother Hagin, he said, 
I've read the New Testament through just again now since, since you've been in our church. And you know, I know you, you, you just preach divine healing, you know, all the time, just everywhere. And he said, I, I read through, I, I, I believe in divine healing, I almost understand it, but I just can't see all that in there. Now, here's why we don't see it. I said to him, well, it don't have to spell out divine healing for it to be divine healing. I said, I see divine healing in every chapter, almost in every verse, and almost in every line. I said, for instance, in, in the Lord's Prayer, he said, pray my will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is it his will for people to be sick in heaven? He said, no. I said, well, that's divine healing then, isn't it? Oh, he said, I'm going to read it through again. I saw him many months afterwards and that Baptist preacher spirit fell and I said, you know, Brother Hagin, I've read the New Testament through twice more since I saw you. He said, I'm getting like you. I see divine healing in every chapter and every verse and every line. <laughs> Praise God. You see what I'm talking about now? Now, Ask yourself this question, see? See, here, here's another view of it. We all know without me turning to scriptures, I know you know the Bible well enough, and I'm not going to take time to look them up, that we are the body of Christ. Christ is the head, we're the body. We're members of the body of Christ. Is that correct? Now, now let me ask you this question. Could you conceive of the physical body of Christ when he was here in the earth? when Jesus was here on the earth, you see, with his physical body. Could you conceive of that body being filled with cancer? Could you conceive of him having pneumonia or diabetes or high blood pressure or low blood pressure or heart trouble or TB? Huh? No, no. Now, we are the body of Christ. You are a member. Could you conceive that it is the will of the head of the church for his body to be sick? I want to ask you this question. He's using the human body as an illustration. Your head is the head of your body. Does your head want your body to be sick? You see, friends, settle the issue. Once you settle it, you can't be moved. Once you get the word of God into you, you can't be moved. They may be saying everything all around about you, but you can't be moved. See, a good friend of mine, don't, don't misunderstand me. I love him. He's, he's a good preacher. He, he's, you know, he's born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. That's a good work, you know. But he thinks I'm wrong. I know he is. <laughs> about this on healing. Yeah, now God, here's what he says. Now God does heal, all right, if it's his will. And he sees fit to, well, he, he'll do that, all right. But it's not God's will for everybody to be healed. Well, now you see, if a fellow really stopped and analyzed what he's saying, he's saying it's not the will of God that the body of Christ be well. It's, it's the will of God that part of the members be diseased. I don't believe that. I believe God's highest and perfect will is for us to be well. Now then to prove that he's right and I'm wrong, does he go to the Bible? No, no. He goes to brother so-and-so who was a fine pastor. Don't misunderstand me. Love God with all his heart. But he died. So see, that proves it wasn't the will of God to heal everybody. Because if it had been the will of God, he'd have healed it. Welcome to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. 
You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. This month, we're offering Kenneth E. Hagan's Legacy Bible. Some of the features of this Bible include a collection of 26 lessons on faith, giant King James text, all bound in black genuine leather. Next is the three-CD series, Jesus is Coming Again, from Kenneth E. Hagan. Last but not least is Kenneth W. Hagan's slimline book, The Life of Obedience. All these items are at the special discounted price of $130. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, you got something coming up here in September that people need oh, to know about, wow. especially the ladies. The ladies need to know about my Kindle the Flame Women's Conference. That is September the 28th through the 30th. Registration course is now open. It is a women's conference like no other women's conference that, that you'll ever go to. Lynette and our daughter Denise, yes. they host this convention and or conference, I guess you'd yes. call it. And it is a great, hey, guys. If you want to do something good for your lady, yes. go register. Go to rhema.org slash KTF. Register her. Get, get her all set up. Yeah, get her all set up. Because it is a great conference. Yes. You need to be there. Monday, we'll start a new and powerful teaching from the Rama Archives. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.